Hey there, you're listening to Indoor Recess, a podcast about kids' movies. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, what do we do in this podcast? We watch and rate kids' movies. But what kind of kids' movies? Obscure kids' movies. There you go, obscure kids' movies. That's right. No no Beauty and the Beast for us. No, uh... What you got? Brave Little Toaster for us. It's a little obscure with some say, people, <laughs> I was like, but mm. it still doesn't count. I don't know. I feel like as time goes on, that gets more and more, like that counts more and more. I bet if we were 20 years younger, we would have that on the podcast. Probably. Anyway, y'all, we've got a storm knocking on our door, so I'm trying to go a little fast. But if you hear any rumblings in the background, you know, I I tried my damnedest to edit out the thunder and uh, nothing doing. Um, So how are you doing? tired but Uh, (laughs) i'm also a little bit tired but that's okay why don't i go ahead and show you what we're going to be watching this evening slash this morning if you're uh listening to the podcast as soon as it comes out boot oh good (laughs) what are we watching jeff um we're watching something that i'm actually really surprised does not have the word crayola on it (laughs) yeah right but it's called The Hero of Color City. The Hero of Color City. Uh, and then at the bottom, we have the tagline, coming from a crayon box near you. And real quick, like, before we get into anything, I want to say... where Where's our nearest crayon box? <gasps> I hate this fucking tagline. It's supposed to be a play on coming to a theater near yeah. you, but it's coming from a crayon box. I hate it. It should be coming to a crayon box near you, but whatever. If I hate anything... What do you hate? I hate the way that the white and black crayons' faces look. Yeah, they don't look great. Everybody else seems to have some sort of, like, emotion or or something that makes them different. And then the black and white crayon... Do you know what that reminds me of? What does it remind you of? The fucking skinny angel from Littlest Angel. Yeah, okay, yeah, I could see it. He had kind of I think a, that's why I automatically hate nose. these two. <laughs> uh, let's describe what is on this cover. So we have the logo. It says the Hero of Color City. Also, Color City is uh, each one of those letters. Color is... City, bitch. Color, Color City, bitch. That's right. Uh... Uh, melted crayons in your uh, parents' car. Bitch. Bitch. I was trying to make it rhyme, but I gave up. Oh, see, I was trying to think of something that crayons would be on on them titties, bitch, but I couldn't think of anything. I don't think you should have crayons on your titties. You probably shouldn't, but honestly, who am I to judge? I mean, they're non-toxic. Did you ever try to use a crayon to color yourself? No. I think I tried once or twice. I mean, guess what, y'all? It didn't work. Yeah, because you're just rubbing wax. Yeah. That doesn't stick to your skin. No. Try telling that to a preschooler, you know? This movie poster, I will uh, try my damnedest to describe what's happening. So we have, like, the Windows XP Bliss wallpaper, right? Yeah. Except somebody has paved a small little path into uh, part of it. And in the background, we have some sort of city that seems to be made out of, like, crayons. Or at least, like, office supplies. We have a skyscraper that's made out of pens. Okay, stop. Okay. All so, right. essentially, yes. Imagine if we went to New York. Y- yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you look up, and the buildings are made out of humans. Well, okay. Time out. Time out. 
Maybe it's not as weird as it sounds, because if I was in New York, I would see the Statue of Liberty, arguably a giant human, and I don't find it that weird. Just because it looks like crayons doesn't mean it's made out of crayon or or pin or whatever. But like, okay, so let's say like this building, like every single pillar is there is a crayon. The skyscraper. It would just seem like we're really fucking full of ourselves. A little bit, if, yeah. like, every structure is made out of, like, something that looks like a human. <laughs> You're right. It's like, get the fuck over You're it. You're right. So we have a giant skyscraper. And we'll talk about what's on the skyscraper in a minute. But we have a giant skyscraper. And on the left and right, we have these two giant crayons. We have some sort of um, building with pillars. Guess what, y'all? The pillars are crayons. We have a uh, a big bin-looking clock tower and guess what at the very tippy top crayon is, is a crayon <laughs> this this uh color city i'm i'm assuming definitely has a theme now up on top of the skyscraper pulling a uh, a king kong is some sort of um thing thing it's I, an uncolored thing yeah and it looks like it's wearing a crown yeah i wonder if it's like i don't know i don't know and then and then above that even is some sort of fly like a bug i don't know but he's also all black and white and not colored or or i guess he's not even black and white it's like kind of a beige but then in the foreground we have one two three four five six we have six anthropomorphic crayons we have a uh, a girl red crayon she has hair and like a dress so neat she kind of just looks like a ketchup bottle i gotta say yeah and like I feel like the hair, if I got a crayon that looked like that, I'd be like, what happened to this fucking thing? Yeah. Like everybody else, except for the yellow one, it's like most of their shit is like clothes, but she has a lot of hair. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. It probably doesn't got, matter. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I do like how all of their like crayon tips are slightly different. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of fun. Some of them have been used. Some of them have not been used. Yeah. So, so next to the red crayon, we have a... Your MVP? I mean... I'm calling it early. It's too, too early to say, but possibly. We have some sort of little green nerdlinger. This is a green crayon. Now, this person... I really cannot tell if the gender of this I think crayon, it's going to be male. Probably. Because the eyelashes. Oh, no eyelashes. You're right. Yeah, the other so, two ladies have big eyelashes. So this, this crayon is wearing like a hat... Or he has plaid hair. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's a hat. I'm um, pretty sure it's a hat. I thought it was just one of those winter, like, lumberjack hats. Yeah, it probably is. It, it, it's, it's got, like, plaid. Yeah, it's one of those hats like that like Kyle wears from South Park. Yeah. And then he's wearing a turtleneck. striped turtleneck. I don't know. Plaid and stripes. I feel like that's a little clashy, but maybe it's not. I don't mm-hmm. know the first thing about fashion. I mean, so. they're all fucking uh, monochrome. More or less, so... Yeah, you're right. All of the... I uh, guess it could work. All the crayon crew are all, like, monochrome. Also, he looks real shocked. He looks a little like, oh, I don't know. Looks a little hesitant about going on this adventure. But you know who is absolutely ready to go? Right front and center, we have the yellow crayon. Paige. (laughs) Paige. Why are you calling her Paige? She kind of has that... Like no offense to Paige, but she kind of has people like, don't a know what you're nose. talking about when Paige you say Paige from whatever it takes <sighs> from Degrassi TNG. There you go. She just looks like she needs to be all like saying out, 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 out. 
And I can't believe you about, didn't ask me out. You didn't ask me out. Out. A I'm bug sorry. Just flew in my face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't have time to ask you out. I'm sorry. We're losing all the Canadian viewers. If your poutine takes from a couple episodes didn't get them, this has gotten them. Look, guys, Degrassi is good, okay? <laughs> but not 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 a uh, uh, mocking the accent. Anyway. We're not mocking. It's not. We're not making fun. We're just pointing out. <laughs> We like to point out when they say out. I'm sure when, if we say fucking y'all, people point shit out. Oh, I absolutely. I, so, I actively try not to say y'all because I don't want to be a stereotype. Oh, I embrace it. I embrace it. I think people that hate y'all is some like weird classism. I'm like, fuck off. Y'all is so great. I guess I'm a classist. What am I supposed to then? say? Yins? Eat shit. No. Yins. Anyway, so this yellow crayon. She's got blonde hair. She's wearing a yellow dress. She's the one that's, uh, like I said, out in front. She's raring to go. She's running. She's ready for the adventure. She's got freckles. I bet she's Her the main character. Her dress is not long enough. Her dress is not long enough. I can see them cheeks. Yeah. I mean, you can't kind of see what's uh, her, her crayon body underneath. Yep. Um, Whatever it takes. Mm. Next to her, kind of uh, in the back, we have fucking Ebony and Ivory, the crayons. I hate these two. Yeah. You know, I got to say, everybody else has, like, characteristics, but these guys have nothing. We have a white crayon wearing a black sweater with a white W on it. And then we have a black... time to wear a black sweater... (laughs) Is all the time? Is when you're white. (laughs) And then we have a black crayon wearing a white sweater with a black B on it. Here's a question. Is it racist... That the white crayon is sharper than the black crayon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was in front of. Oh! Pfft. Is in front of and sharper. Yeah, see? See? What are they trying to say? Who, okay. Who fucking sharpens crayons? Like, uh, they had... A, they had... The big giant, like, what? 24 or 48 pack? Yeah, had, like, big, a little like, sharpener pack had a giant... Yeah. I was just like... That seems weird. No, 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 no. It was great. It was great when you needed to get in the fine details. I never, I, I don't know. I didn't really like crayons ever, so. Sure. Oh, I, I was, crayons. I was a marker person. Oh, I don't like markers. What? So markers would bleed on the other side of the page. Yeah, if you fucking color like crazy. Or if the paper is super, super thin. I don't know. And at the end of the day, I am crayons over markers i hated crayons because you could never fully like color in anything there would always be like some like whiteness the little coming through. yeah I, well i also i like that i like that like little texture it gave it i it don't gave it some i want some it flat joie de vivre you know uh so yeah we got jove <laughs> we got black and white the crayons i'm not a fan of them either they actually have like nothing going on these no. two crayons the, their whole personality is one is black and one is white. That's probably it. Uh, and then finally, bringing up the rear, we have cool dude blue crayon. Blue <laughs> We've got blue He's got a shock of blue hair that his glasses are kind of propped up on. He's wearing this, uh, he's kind of wearing like a polo shirt or something. He looks uh, like a bro. He does look like a bro. And then he's got cool blue high tops, like high top converse. And he's also like raring to go. Out of all the other uh, characters, uh, Blushy and, and Yellow are the most like jazzed to go on this adventure. Blushy, Yellow, followed by Red, 
and then followed by green and then black and white just they don't even know why they exist no i think black and white are more are more ready to go on the adventure than green i think green is dead last Mm. i don't know that's just me so how about we get into some predictions for the uh the hero of color city you know, I can't help but notice it says hero. Not yeah, heroes. I was going to say, who do you think of these is going to be the hero? If I had to guess, I think it's going to be the blue guy. Oh, if I have to guess, I would say it's yellow because she's front and center and, and more forward in the picture than anybody else. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, what do you think this movie is going to be about? I think it's going to be just like... I can tell you what I think this villain is going to be about. Okay. I think this villain is made out of a material uh-huh. that Crayon doesn't, like, stick to. Oh, and that's like why skin. they're uncolored. Oh, okay. And that's why they're like, I hate Color City because I can't be colored, so I'm going to destroy it. So I think, I feel like whenever you have something that's like the world of color, blah, 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 what if there were colors? I feel like the easiest thing to do is, like, what if there weren't any more colors? Yeah. You know? they. Do you think they're made out of whiteout? Well, the, the, I'm, I'm the bad not, person. I'm not even talking about like what he's made out of. I'm just saying like, what if the color goes away? Yeah. Like they did that in De Blob. They did that in an episode of Powerpuff Girls. They did that in an episode of Rainbow Bright. It's so 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 easy to be like, what if colorful world ain't got no more colors? You know? Yeah. Maybe these uh, color kids have to uh recolor the world yeah recolor the world or like go on an adventure to find the color gems or something you know what if one of them has to make like a horrible sacrifice that's just like so tragic and not expected because they're like we have to color the world again they're like don't you can't color anymore you'll lose yourself and they're like (laughs) i have to and then they go start rubbing themselves on something and like half their brain goes away (laughs) you said you said what if we have to make a horrible sacrifice and the first thing i thought of was like oh no the secret gym is inside that that car sitting out in the sun and it's the middle of summer (laughs) who will go in there (laughs) it's some kind of like crayon death yeah one of us has to go inside the the microwave, you know? <laughs> One of us has to go in the electric pencil sharpener. Yeah, they... Oh, no, don't do that. I, I didn't say it was a good time. <laughs> all right, all right. Did you ever do the thing where you intentionally melt crayons to make a wacky crayon that's got like eight colors in one? No, I never did that. So my mom did that. My mom had a phase where she was extremely like into arts and crafts. You mean extremely bored? (laughs) No, extremely into arts and crafts. And she had one of her gal pals was like, oh yeah, I took my, my, took my kids crayons and we got these like. You know, those those little paper cups that you put, like, muffins into, right? Yeah. Except you, you, you cut up crayons and put the crayons in there, and then you stick them in the oven, and they melt, and whatever. They look like little Reese's Pieces, but they're, they're crayons. And the wacky thing about it is it's like, oh, I'm drawing, and it's blue. Oh, my gosh, now it's orange. Oh, and now, shit. Whoa, fuck. On this side, I can draw, and it's red. And, like... So I mean, mom, that's cool, but it's then not. It, I was going to say, it like, you're, sucks. you're like, I want this to be blue. And then, like, halfway through, it's like, nope. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's green now, bitch. It, we we did it, and I, I absolutely hated it. Mom was like, check it out. Now you can draw something. And, like, midway through drawing, the color changes. I'm like, that it just fucking like, sucks. You ruined my crayons, Mom. Yeah. Have you seen those people that do those, like, 
the melted crayon yeah, the art. Yeah, melting crayon it's art. It's pretty cool. I've I've seen some. Because don't they usually, like, they put something on it basically as, like, a stencil, right? And then they yeah. just let it melt on everything. And then yeah. they pull the stencil off, and the melted crayon becomes the background. Yeah, or, or they'll do a thing where they... The one I've seen is you take a piece of canvas, or, or whatever, you just take a thing, and you kind of stick the crayons on there... Mm-hmm. And somehow, either use like a heat gun or, or or something, and the crayons will get, you know, melty and melt out of their little crayon wrapper. Yeah, and it just they're like ooking out, and it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. I it's don't pretty know. Pretty ooky. It's pretty ooky. Here's another prediction. It's about crayons. It's about. It's about. It's about. It's <laughs> sorry, but I'm just trying to say it's about crayons and. I mean, they're clearly anthropomorphized crayons, but do you think this is going to have a thinly veiled racism allegory? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, oh, everybody shuns the blue crayon because this is a no blue crayon town. Nah, he seems too happy to be shunned. He does seem a little too happy. (laughs) I'm just, you know, just spitballing. Yeah. I feel like they're not going to go that far. Yeah. This isn't Zootopia. <laughs> right. Or Cats Don't Dance. All right. Oh, um, uh, if you're curious, this is available on like damn near everything. We're probably going to watch it on Hoopla. But if you don't have access to Hoopla and you really want to watch this, it's available on Tubi and Amazon Prime. And I think you can also get it on Redbox's little uh, streaming. I forgot that they had a thing. Yeah, sure do. It's not just for kiosk it's not just for going to the walgreens anymore i I was just gonna say it's not for standing outside of a fucking walgreens when it's fucking 110 and you have to move that little sunshade thing mm -hmm. and you're just like the screen is still hot (laughs) and sticky somehow why Um, is it always sticky i don't know dude because people are animals that's why that's why it's sticky more tomorrow lights out little guy good night honey every night when ben goes to sleep his crayons come to life in a city of color but when an unfinished drawing blocks the source of their color. This is not good. That varmint's blocking up the rainbow. No big galoot is gonna steal my color. They'll set out on a mission. We have precisely five hours before Ben wakes up. This is gonna be one crazy voyage. To save Color City. Oh, they are so brave. Magnolia Pictures presents. We have to stay inside the shorelines. Hang on time. Okay, hello. Welcome back. We've returned from Color World. Color City, bitch. <laughs> That's right. We watched the hero of Color City, and here we go. Which Are... is a very misleading title. I mean, it is and it isn't. I don't, I don't, we'll get into it, won't we? Yeah. So, here's our recap. Badoo. The movie opens in a little boy's bedroom. This is Ben, and he loves to draw. Ben is working on the finishing touches of his newest drawings. A king and some sort of, like unidentifiable flying creature yeah like a bug like some sort of bug thing 
when his mom comes into his room and tells Ben that it's bedtime. Ben reluctantly gets into bed and goes to sleep. Well, first he puts his foot on the bed to say that he's <laughs> he's on the bed. I love that. I love that little shit behavior. As soon as Ben is asleep, we see his crayons magically grow faces and arms and legs and personalities. Yeah, it's very Toy Story-esque. It's very Toy Story-esque. One of the crayons, the brown one, turns into a old-timey cowboy sheriff and starts taking attendance of all the crayons. So let's go ahead and introduce our main characters. We've got Blue. He's very amiable and loves action. He's also voiced by Wayne Brady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we've got Red, who's kind of a bratty type with a New Jersey accent. She is... I felt like they called her something else at times, but I couldn't ever pick up on what that was. Yeah? Well, she's voiced by Rosie Perez. I don't know who that is. That's okay. Uh, I believe she was in White Men Can't Jump. Never seen it. Remember that? Okay. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah. We now have Green, whose whole thing is like order and punctuality and neatness almost. He's not being horny. Not not being horny? Yeah, not being horny. Okay. You know green M&Ms? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. He's the anti-green M&M. Anyway, he's voiced by Jess Hartnell, or Harnell, sorry, is the uh, uh, voice of Wacko from Animaniacs. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Let's see. We move on to White, whose whole fucking shtick is a Woody Allen type kind of neurotic Jewish character. Yeah. (laughs) That is very, like self-conscious about not being used ever yes yes his whole his whole thing is you know because kids like they're gonna draw on white paper whoever uses a white crayon yeah i mean i appreciated it because i was like yeah dude i i never use the white crayon totally not until you got like construction paper you know and then it would like just barely show up he's voiced by jeremy guskin who as far as i can tell hasn't really done anything else Oh, and then we've got uh, Black, whose whole shtick is basically Marvin the Paranoid Android from Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Oh, Black is voiced by David Kay. But he's 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 a uh, he's a fairly popular voice actor. I think he also did some stuff in like Gundam Wing. But yeah, those those are our main. That's our main cast. Our main crew of colors. All of the crayons are present. Wow. You didn't even talk about yellow. Well, okay, sorry. You're right. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> All of the crayons are present and accounted for except yellow. Now, yellow is voiced by Christina Ricci. That's right. Hey, she was fucking, hang on. Um, she was, wasn't she the little girl in Hocus Pocus? Hmm. You know, I don't actually know. I'll have to look that up. When I think of Christina Ricci, I think of Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family movies. Mm. Oh, she was in Sleepy Hollow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Christina Ricci, Wednesday Adams. Uh, Everybody should Adams go family. out right now and watch Sleepy Hollow because that movie is good. She's got a role in Sleepy Hollow and she invented Ricci Mahjong. What a what an, what an important life. So. Who was the little girl in Hocus Pocus then? I don't know. I think it was probably just a little girl. What? <laughs> All the crayons are present and accounted for except for yellow little do all the other crayons know but she rolled under the bed as ben was going to sleep and now she's you know lost under there and afraid yellow's personality is to be riddled with anxiety at every possible moment because she's yellow because she's yellow because she's yeller 
Yellow eventually finds her way out from under the bed, screaming about some sort of monster she encountered under there. Blue goes to investigate, but it turns out the monster is just a sock monkey. Wamp wamp. Blue then runs ahead to go to where the rest of the crayons are gathering. Sheriff Brown finishes his tally and says that they can all head home. He opens up the top of the crayon box and they they all start... Jeff is eating a chorizo while I am recapping. What? <laughs> is it a good chorizo at least? It's all right. All right. Well, shit. Uh, <laughs> y'all, this, this... I'm not eating a chorizo. I mean, it has chorizo in it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. You're not eating a chorizo. It has chorizo. Yeah, chorizo is like a, a sauce or a... Sp- uh, it's like a sausage that has got some like stuff mixed in with it, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> it makes it extra spicy. Yeah. So spicy. There's a chorizo challenge. Is there really? What do you do? You have to eat a tube of chorizo, and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, that sounds gross. Anyway, so y'all, this this crayon box, the crayon box that they came into is actually a portal to Color City. So all the other crayons go hopping in there, except for Yellow, who was, you know, still freaked out about her encounter with the sock monkey. They all leave her behind. And she goes to head to where the crayon box is, but she keeps seeing these spooky shadows moving on the wall around her. Suddenly, she comes face to face with two monsters. But y'all, they're not really monsters at all. They're just the drawings that Ben was working on before uh, he went to bed. The flying creature calls himself Nat and introduces Yellow to King Scrawl. Yeah, King Scrawl. I was trying to remember his name. That's the, uh, the, the king that Ben was working on. King Scrawl doesn't have a mouth and communicates only in grunts that Nat is able to translate. Nat explains that they desperately wish to be colored, but Yellow accidentally spills the beans and tells the two drawings that all the other colors went into the portal to Color City. Yeah. Uh, She realizes that she done goofed and clams up, and the two drawings try to find the portal to Color City. They think it's in Ben's jack-in-the-box on the floor, and while they futz around with that, trying to get that open, Yellow is able to slink away and hop into the crayon box and, you know, into the portal to Color City. In Color City, she meets up with her friends, and they all decide to take her to Madame Pink's spa to unwind. Madame It Pink- feels very, like, my scene-esque. The way they all just go around as like a posse. Dude, their whole thing, as far as I can tell, being a crayon fucking rules. Because during the day... You sleep. You sleep. Or I guess you're like, you have this weird like conscious sleep or something. Because... So so they're, they're going to this spa. And this spa is for crayons that have had a hard day of coloring and their tips are all worn down. If you relax at the spa, for some reason your tip gets like resharpened. Yeah, I'm sure they do something to like... Well, it's not like you never see them like shrink in size. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Either way, White is lamenting that's like, oh, I never get used, so I'll never get to go to the spa. Yeah. Um, So it's like he knows that he wasn't used. But he still tries to go anyways. Well, no, I I just meant like if they're asleep, he still knows because he's like, I swear Ben today, he he, he almost reached for me. Yeah, he almost reached for me. Yeah, so it's like somehow he knows what's happening. fucking White has like, not abandonment issues. White has some sort of complex. He has, he definitely has a complex. Like He's, he's so. He's like fucking senpai, notice me, please. Yes, I was just gonna say, he's so (laughs) desperate to be fucking noticed. 
Uh, with Yellow's tip fully restored, she hops on her bike and rides around Color City. This is where we get our first song, Ring a Little Bell. This song is about the world of color and how she rings the bell on her bike and the world is filled with love and happiness and friendship and all this bullshit. For now. For now. And I gotta say, this song, for some reason, if you had told me that this song was an entry in, like, the 1969, like, Eurovision, I would believe you 100% because it's so fucking cheesy and schmaltzy yeah, and, like, ring a little bell, na-na-na-na-na, and it's just like, oh, okay. Ring a little bell, send your troubles to hell. Uh, as Yellow finishes her song, the ground begins to shake. The camera pans over to the portal that the crayons all came through, and King Scrawl and Nat pop out. No one fucking locks these things. No, they just leave you know, it wide the fucking, fucking open. You know, the fucking Nightmare King, or the... In yeah, the Nightmare Slumberland, King. Yeah. they had the good sense to, to lock that fucking nightmare Giant up. Giant fucking door that they locked. Yeah, but this one, they just leave the damn crayon box wide they, open. They gave him the fucking key to it, and it's like... Why would you give him the key to that why door? Would you, why would you give a small child this key? Yeah. Anyway, King Scrawl and Nat see yellow and give chase. Meanwhile, the rest of the crayon crew is at the beach relaxing when Blue sees yellow off in the distance being chased by King Scrawl. Sheriff Brown orders all the crayons to attack King Scrawl, but King Scrawl grabs yellow and starts to climb the tallest building in the city. Y'all, we got ourselves a King Kong parody. Yep. Can I also say, yes. at this point, I really appreciate the way Brown's hat works. Oh! <laughs> he yeah, has talk a about cowboy it. hat, yeah. except there's no top on it because of... Because the top is his tip. Yeah, the top is the tip of his pencil. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that's pretty good. Uh, I think you mean crayon. Whatever! <laughs> yeah, he's essentially just wearing just the rim of a hat. Yeah, he's wearing like a ring around his head. Yeah. But he still treats it like a cowboy hat. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that too. Sheriff Brown boards a paper airplane to try and save Yellow, but gets swatted out of the air. Just like King Kong. Just like King Kong. When King Scrawl does this, he accidentally lets go of Yellow. So we've got Sheriff Brown and Yellow plummeting to the ground. You know, there was a moment when Sheriff Brown was right next to Yellow, and it's like, I thought he was going to, like, catch her or scoop her up right there. I also thought that, like, she was going to land in the paper airplane, but nope. Nope. Blue is able to catch Yellow. And, and breaks uh, both of his legs and arms doing so. <laughs> I know, right? The terminal velocity. And and Sheriff Brown makes an emergency landing in his paper airplane, but gets banged up in the process. Uh, meanwhile, King Scrawl and Nat leap from the skyscraper and head towards a large mountain in the wilderness of the crayon world. Sheriff Brown calls an emergency meeting for all the crayons at City Hall. And this is where we are introduced to what I'm pretty sure is Jeff's favorite character of all time, the local scientist, a heliotrope, that's a fancy type of purple, crayon, doing a middling at best parody of uh, Jerry Lewis. I was going to say, so my note right here Uh is the Simpsons at least had the good decency to limit the Jerry Lewis impressions. (laughs) Because I swear to God, this is like three to five minutes straight of just Jerry Lewis shit. And I'm like, stop. This is, I don't want to tip my hand, but I thought the movie went at a decent pace. But this part right here is fucking dragged fairly insufferable because you have somebody doing a, like I mentioned, not great Jerry Lewis impression explaining that. Okay. So this is his hypothesis. There is a rainbow over color city. 
And the end of the rainbow is a magical multicolored lake at the top of uh, the tallest mountain in the wilderness. Yeah. This lake then turns into a waterfall, and that waterfall turns into a river and flows to Color City. And this multicolor rainbow-infused river is the source of all the color in Color City. I didn't time that, but that was probably like 20 to 30 seconds. Yeah, what I just said is basically what he says. out. But now imagine somebody doing their best worst. Oh, nice lady with the touching and the colors and the hoigle. And it's like, yeah, no, I get it. I saw Freakazoid. Yeah. I've I've seen chunks of the absent-minded professor. <laughs> like, I, I, I get it. Purple goes on to explain that if Scrawl was able to somehow stop the flow of the Rainbow River, all the crayons would lose their color and eventually turn transparent and fade from existence. Uh, I have a lot of fucking umbrage. Okay. All right, let's talk <laughs> I about umbrage. I don't think... Which is like umber, which is a color. Sure. <laughs> I don't think now is the time, but we'll get there soon. Oh, okay. So you want to... You're, you're saying yeah, save I'm just your saying, umbrage. I, I'm, I'm like, this is something that frustrates me about the plot of this movie. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So anyway, color world, uh, the citizens are panicking. Sheriff Brown calls for a party of volunteers to go up the river and up the mountain to take on King Scrawl. Now, he would go himself, but he broke his arm or something in his little paper airplane escapade and asks for volunteers. And wouldn't you know it, all the crayons from the fucking poster of the movie, except for yellow, volunteer. Holy shit. Which I got to say, so early, <laughs> earlier on... There's a lot of kind of visual gags in this movie, and a lot of it has to do with color puns, and some of the puns are when Sheriff Brown is taking roll call of all the crayons, he calls on, it's like aquamarine and... Navy blue. Navy blue, yes. So And they're they're these crayons dressed up as servicemen. I'm kind of shocked that, like, they didn't volunteer. What does that say? What kind of message is? Yeah, yeah. Are they trying to say? Color City says, "Fuck the troops." Oh, <laughs> you heard it here first. That's what Color City's saying. If they were really Color City's finest, they would have volunteered. Anyway, meanwhile, up on the mountain, King Scrawl and Nat are doing exactly what Jerry Lewis thought they were going to do. They see the magical multicolor lake and they jump in. And what do you know? They come out and they briefly have color, but. Nope, all that color drains away as soon as they uh, dry off. Much like happiness, it all fades. Damn. (laughs) They hatch a plan to dam the river, and by doing so, they're like, well, the color people have to come up here and undam the river, right? undam the river, and then they'll color us. And they'll color us. It's like, no, they won't, dude. They'll be so mad. But whatever. Back in Color City, Sheriff Brown is overseeing the loading of a boat for the volunteer squad to take up the river. Yellow arrives on her little bike with a wagon full of stuff that they need. Blue asks if she's... Stuff that they need, but they won't need. Yeah. Well, she she's very, very over-prepared, and she has yeah. a whole bunch of, like, a whole bunch of she shit. She has, like, a tent. A compass. And all this shit. And it's just like, this is not an overnight thing. Yeah. This is, like, a couple hours. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even gotten into it. There's this, there's this, this wrinkle in the plot that... They will touch on like twice throughout the movie and it never really is an issue, but they can only be in Color City while Ben is asleep. Yeah. And if they 
don't make it back to the portal by the time that Ben wakes up, they will be lost forever? I don't know. I don't know. I just know that they were going to start losing their color and eventually become transparent or something like that. Spoiler alert, you don't have to worry about this dumbass like time limit because it will never, ever, ever come come into play. Yeah. So Blue asks if Yellow is coming with, but she says no. She's still too chicken shit, but she can at least uh, equip them with useful stuff. She climbs onto the boat to show Blue her map of the color world. Meanwhile, the absent-minded perpfessor accidentally unhitches their boat to the dock, and the adventurers are unofficially on their way, including Yellow. Oopsie doopsie. Whoops. Yep. Welcome to the team, kid. Yep. They make their way up the river, and Green starts singing our second song called Heave Ho. Uh, this is While so- fucking White is sitting there just losing his shit. White over this is side. vomiting nonstop because White is seasick. And that's when I, I wrote down, like, what does crayon vomit look like? Like melted crayon? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> just but like that, wax. But that would mean that he, like, ate himself. Not necessarily. It just means that his, his, it's his innards. Can when, I get uh, Crayola out there? Can crayons. I get them to, under, to like, explain the digestive tract of a crayon to well, me, they please? Did, okay, first off, they didn't make this movie. They had nothing to do with this movie. I don't care. They're the experts. Damn. Oh, whoa. I will also take an answer from Rosar. I was going to say, I was like, this is Rosart erasure over here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, will, I will also take an answer from Rosart. I like, won't. I want to know the anatomy of a crayon person y'all y'all i don't know i don't know if this is like a hot take but like we all know that rose art fucking sucks right yes rose art is like like their crayons were dick right yeah Yeah. like you would go to the store and like a box of crayolas would be like four dollars yeah and then the same box of rose art would be like two like 199 there is a reason for that yeah rose art is the fucking palmer chocolate of (laughs) Of, of I don't know if they were that bad, but they were pretty bad. I'm not a Rose Art person. I'm sorry, Rose Art. Please sponsor us. Maybe um, we'll change our minds. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, no. This song, fucking heave ho. It's a song about adventure. It's a song about talking like pirates, and it's a song where each of the colors takes a few verses to sing a little bit about themselves. It's a song that feels like it should be at the very beginning of the movie, <laughs> yeah. but we are halfway fucking through. If not more so. Yeah. After the song, the boat comes to a fork in the, the river. Yellow assures them that heading left is the best way to go, but immediately realizes that she misread the map, and they instead are taking down a path with rapids. Yellow then comes up with the ingenious plan for Green to take the wheel, because he's so good at, quote, staying within the lines. Which is not... <laughs> yes? You have problems? Is this part of the umbrage? No. Oh. Um, This is like, oh, because, you know, what's his name? Green? Jimmy McFuck, whoever the kid is. Ben. Ben. (laughs) Or Jimmy McFuck, yeah. Ben colored with him, and he stayed in the lines. It's like, that's on Ben. That has nothing to do with Green. It has nothing to do with Green. Well, hey, good news. Green eats shit, and the boat slams up against the rocks and wrecks up on the shore. And y'all, I wrote this in my notes. This is where we got an audible laugh from Jeff. Oh, about the keys? Yeah. Do you want to explain? <laughs> yeah, one of the keys. One of the, one keys, of the keys. One of the crayons just like, I landed on my keys. And then I just <laughs> fucking laughed. <laughs> you hear them off screen. Like, they all get flung from the boat. And they're just like, ow, oh, ow. And then one of them's like, I landed on my keys. And I'm like, why does a crayon have fucking keys? Why does a crayon have a fucking bike? That bike doesn't need a key. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, crowns need to need to get around, too. Like, they're on a boat. I guess they're not on a boat anymore. When all the colors get up and dust themselves off, they notice that they don't seem to be as vibrant as they once were. Y'all, they're beginning to fade. I didn't really notice at the time. I didn't notice it either. <laughs> uh, I was just like, if you say so. Yeah. The crayons leave the beach and begin wandering through a desert. They approach a weird fog, but as soon as they enter, they hear strange voices and see moving figures obscured in the fog. The crayons get scared and run out. Yellow then comes up with another brilliant idea, that only white can enter the fog because he'll be camouflaged. Yeah, which is stupid because he's wearing a black sweater. <laughs> he is wearing a black sweater. Jeff and I both thought that he was going to have to get naked. Yeah, to, to I wanted to see some hardcore crayon nudity, and <laughs> I was denied. I'm sorry. Like, you know kids did that shit? Oh, kids take off the fucking, the, the rappers all the time. Yeah, like... And they keep referring to their like clothes as their wrappers yeah, too. Yeah, they so refer to them as wrappers. So it's not even like it's like no, these are clothes. It's like no, that's the wrapper. Well, it's clothes to them. It's wrappers to us. Get naked, bitch. <laughs> White creeps through the fog and finds unfinished drawings of a cow, a dragon, and a duck. These were the spooky voices inside the fog. Now I didn't. I forgot to mention earlier, but. My second note of this movie is this movie is made by somebody that really wanted Chalk Zone to continue being a thing. <laughs> Why? How come? Just like, oh, they draw these things and they come alive. I mean, Chalk Zone's not the first people that ever invented that concept. Nope. I... Harold and the Purple Crayon is not a thing. Damn. Okay, here's another take. Maybe this one will probably get me more canceled than my, my disdain All right, everybody, for get your fingers above those unsubscribe buttons. Y'all, I could not stand Chalk Zone. <laughs> I thought Chalk Zone was a terrible show. There it I'm is. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I thought it was bad. I thought it was okay. Oh, I I, I liked it more when it was a... Uh... Oh, yeah, cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was an Oh, yeah, or if it was the other one. There was Oh, yeah, and then Disney had Shorty McShort Shorts, and then no, Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon had... They had another one. Yeah, they sure did. Actually, Nickelodeon had its own thing. Wait, no, no, no. Nickelodeon was Oh, yeah... And Cartoon Network was what a cartoon. Yeah. And then there was Shorty McShort Shorts. Nobody gives a shit about Shorty McShort Shorts. So it was an oh yeah cartoon. It was an oh yeah. 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 I liked it better when it was short. Here's what I'm saying. Y'all, third take of the fucking pod. I want to go to the alternate universe where Chalk Zone never happened. And we got a full like two season thing of uh, Mina and the Count. Bring back Mina and the Count. I think Mina and the Count was... uh... That was a what a cartoon. Yeah. I was like, I think that's Cartoon Network. Yeah, it was. Well, they're all, you know, just indie studios. So in that case, you And it's would, all pretty much fucking Frederator, you would so. Need, you would need Codename Kids Next Door to be canceled and uh, me Gladly. I also hated that show. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry, y'all. It's fine. I don't care. It's just not my thing. Kenny and the Chimp was better than oh, Codename Kids Next Door. was so good. Codename Kids Next Door always just felt like it It really wanted to be Recess. Yeah. And I, I like Recess more. Even though you still didn't really like... And I still like... don't really like Recess. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Recess more than you liked Recess. I don't really like shows about, like, hierarchies of kids. I do. Because I'm just like, kids don't do that. Eh. I mean, you do... The you... hierarchy exists within the grade levels. Like, you have cliques. Like, that's a very real clicks, thing. You have cliques, but you also have, like, the fifth graders, the fourth graders. Sure. 
I think I think there was a reason they wouldn't let us all go to recess at the same time because we would kill each other. No, it was because that's that's so many damn. Kids. We would kill each other. Okay, all right, whatever. See, hey Arnold, that was totally fine to me. I thought, hey Arnold, did it totally, totally, totally fine. I don't need this fucking. The kindergartners are savages, and this fifth grader is the fucking king of the playground. I don't need that shit. King Bob. Oh man, Pharaoh Bob. Pharaoh Bob. Did you see the one where he wanted to be a pharaoh? No. Oh yeah, he fucking dude. Like he, mm-hmm. he basically just becomes like a legit pharaoh and like enslaves all the fucking like kids in the school <laughs> yeah. to try and build him a pyramid. And it is not. Let me guess. It doesn't work out. I, I no. How how very Ozymandias of you, King Bob. I saw the episode with uh, King Gus. Yeah. Gus, Gus. Oh, oh shiny. My, or oh mighty King Gus. Of all King, the playground. Yeah. <laughs> Gus, Gus. Oh, oh shiny, shiny Gus. Gus. <laughs> okay, what the fuck? What a great king we have found. What is this like fucking that. crayons? Where were we at? Oh, okay, okay. So we've we've found the unfinished drawings. I did not write down the people who play the cow or the duck, mm. but do you want to know who does the voice of the, the dragon. dragon? Sure. If I said Oh wow! What does that make you think of? Is it Owen Wilson? It's Owen Wilson. Jesus! I'll put in. I'll put in a whole bunch of oh wows over here. Wow! 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 Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! The crayons have made it to the desert of unfinished drawings, where every drawing Ben has ever started but given up lives. And I gotta say, I hate that concept. Because I've drawn a lot of things and then given up. My fucking wasteland of unfinished drawings must be fucking huge. Well, also, it's like, his are drawings that he drew and never colored. Which, honestly, like, that's... It's not like you have, like, a duck. That's a finished drawing, as far as I'm concerned. it's a finished drawing. And it's just like, what what if you had, like, unfinished drawings? Like, you know how you do, like, bust drawings and stuff like that? Sure, yeah. It's like, what if there was just a guy there? a torso. And he's just like... (laughs) kill me it's it's part of a face they've got one eye and part of a mouth and a little bit of hair and then everything else is just like erased or like kind of started but not (laughs) so they all lament being unfinished and not having any color and they all live in fear of something they call the great waste the crayons offer to color the unfinished drawings and in return the draw what? The Great Waste. The Great Waste. My entire life. Oh, shush. Honk. The crayons offer to color the unfinished drawings, and in return, the drawings help the crayons by showing them a shortcut to the mountain. This is where we get our third song called It's Better With Friends. The song plays while the crayons are coloring the drawings, and what yeah. the fuck ever. <laughs> it's it's a song about being, like, in polysexual relationships. <laughs> yeah sure is (laughs) the drawings shortcut is a giant rubber band slingshot the crayons all pile in and get flung to the top of the mountain while up there the colors come up with a plan one of them will distract king scrawl while the others before they get flung up there they reward their friends by coloring them yeah i just said that did you yes shit (sighs) sorry you're fine i was playing shit in my mind like as things were happening. And yeah, I mis- no, they're, they're, I think I miss you saying They're that. coloring them during that, that song, during the It's Great to At Be... At the very end of it, yeah. Yeah, whatever. 
So they come up with a plan. One of them will distract King Skrull while the others destroy the dam. As you might have guessed, the one that has to be the distraction is none other than Yellow. Yeah, because they were like, hey, King Skrull is already like horny for you. Yeah, he's chased after you before. So yeah, surely so he'll, he'll do it again. Yeah, Because he can't resist your curvy ways. <laughs> the only thing curvy about her is her hair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yellow waits in a clearing while falling into an anxiety spiral, when all of a sudden, the Great Waste, a.k.a. Trashosaurus, a.k.a. So y'all, Ben in his room has this trash can. It's one of those trash cans that you step on the little pedal and the lid flips up, except this trash can looks like a blue T-Rex, and the mouth flips up, and also the eyes light up, And it makes this roaring noise, which in theory I think is very cool. But I think after the like sixth or seventh time I had to throw something away and it fucking scream roars at me. I think I'd be very tired of that. My thing is, why is this in Color World? Because somehow this giant fucking wastebasket shrunk down into the crayon box. I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. (laughs) I think they just fucking, they couldn't think of something to do. So they're like, we'll just put that fucking... Put the dinosaur trash can, yeah. Anyway, it tries to eat Yellow. But Yellow is saved by none other than King Scrawl himself. Nat explains that the whole reason that they're here, the whole reason that they plugged up the waterfall, is so that they can get some damn color. See, okay, that is my (laughs) fucking umbrage with this entire plot. All right, here we go. It's like, here's the thing. You know who the bad guys of this movie are? The colors. The fucking colors. No, the bad guys of this fucking movie are i don't know (laughs) it's no it's the colors because it's not even a miscommunication thing it's not they told them earlier in the movie they just wanted to be colored that's all they wanted they did well they told yellow they told yellow and then yellow was just like uh i don't think i can do that and i'm like why the fuck not yeah is there some kind of law but does it also piss you off that this movie could have been four minutes long if she would have been like oh you want to be colored okay the end yeah yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I do like the whole, like, the bad guys weren't actually bad guys. Sure, 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 sure. It was all just, it was one group of people's refusal to listen mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. somebody else. Well, good news, because we're about to get into more of that. Yeah, I know. This this shit pissed me the fuck <laughs> off. I was so, so pissed. Yellow draws a smile on King Scrawl, and now he can finally speak. He apologizes for kidnapping her earlier, and she and him go to tell the other crayons about this. Little do they know that the other crayons have laid a trap for King Scrawl. When Yellow, Nat, and Scrawl get back to where the other colors are hiding, Scrawl accidentally steps in the trap, and the other crayons emerge from hiding and get ready to attack King Scrawl. Yeah. Yellow starts to plead with the colors. She pleads for understanding and she does. for people to listen to her. Mm-hmm. And they're all just like, no, fuck that, fuck that. You're on their side. How dare you? And just. Yeah, God. no, no, she I, I wrote down in all caps. I was just like, fucking let yellow talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pretty much, yeah. They won't let her speak and they uh, they think that she's turned traitor and that she's helping the king. Moments before the crayons are about to beat up King Scrawl, Yellow is finally able to get a fucking word in edgewise, and she says that she was wrong for judging King Scrawl. As are they. As are they. And the uh, the the crayons kind of make up. Make up, make out. Well, so, okay, I was thinking about this. In the movie, it's never explicitly said, but there is some sort of, like, vibe between blue and yellow 
if they were to like go at it, would they have a green kid? I guess. Or would they have like a blue or a yellow one? I don't know. I think they would have. Yeah. I think they would have one of those kids that you talked about how your mom would like mix the colors. Oh, the wacky. And then it's like top I think, like, half is one yellow. One half would be blue and one half like just straight down the middle. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. I would hate that. Or a green child. Or a green child. <laughs> I don't know how that works with colors and fucking. I don't know either. Uh, Rosart and Crayola, please also talk to us about like how genetics work. Yeah, with crayons. I, I changed my mind. Rosart and Crayola, come back. We need your uh, we need your expertise on this. So now at this point, the colors. I mean, I guess because there's dominant recessive genes. Like, I guess if the yellow has a lot of recessive genes and the blue is dominant, the blue is dominant. It could just come it could out be a blue. blue. Yeah. I mean, look, we could sit here and draw a fucking Punnett square. It's like, Let's it could it. be a blue, it could be a yellow one, it could be a green one, it could be a half and half. Like, shit, guy. It could have that, uh, what is that thing called where you have spots in your skin that don't have a lot of melanin? Oh, uh, 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 vitiligo? I guess so. I yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. You could do that with, like... <laughs> a splotchy little crayon? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I don't like saying splotchy. <laughs> okay, sounds, well, I didn't mean... It sounds rude to the people that have to deal with that. Sure, 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 sure. I, I, it's not even something you have to deal with. You have to deal with everybody else being shitty about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't mean it in a pejorative sense. Also, I was mostly thinking of a fucking crayon and not a fucking human. Sure. So, uh, uh, at this point, the colors are extremely muted. And uh, they, they join forces with King Scrawl, Nat... The formerly unfinished but now recently finished drawings and even Trashosaurus. They all come together and unclog the river and get the waterfall flowing again. Color has been returned to Color City! Hooray! Hooray! All this could have been avoided if they just colored them. Absolutely. All this could have been avoided! So so King Scrawl, at the very beginning, they, they do the stupid King Kong thing and they get yellow back and then... The king and Nat are like, well, let's fucking go to the mountains. But it's like, okay, I get it. King Scrawl cannot speak. Yeah. Nat has to speak for King Scrawl. Why doesn't Nat just say, please color us? He did. Like when he gets in, when they get into Color City. He I said that to Yellow and Yellow's too chicken shit to do anything. But surely. But I think that to me, I feel like. They felt judged or something, and sure. then they felt like none of the other colors would listen. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. All I know for sure, it's a real Frankenstein thing. It's man yeah. is the real monster. Yeah, yeah, it is. The fucking the heroes of Color City are not the colors on the box. Well, you say that, but King Scrawl, Nat, and the crayons all return to Color City, where the citizens come together and color King Scrawl and Nat. Uh, they also it's come. It's very sexual. <laughs> <laughs> they also come together. Okay, all right, actually. So so Nat is like, since he's like a made up weird little creature, he is all sorts of wacky fucking colors. Like he's yeah. orange and pink and blue and, and stuff. Whereas King Scrawl, they're just like, check it out. You're wearing a red robe. You got a yellow crown and you're like a white guy. Big yeah, fucking deal. Like, dude. It's like, dude, you could have had a fucking like amazing Technicolor dream robe right fucking here. But no. I mean... You know, the duck was mostly just green. The duck also had pretty cool fucking blue Liberty spikes, and I was into that. I don't remember. The little spikes. Sure, but I just, I just don't remember. That's okay. They color King Scrawl and Nat. They also come together to award Yellow, the titular hero of Color City. 
the clock at she's the- She's still caused all this. Oh, sure. And she hasn't really <laughs> learned anything. This isn't- She's learned not to not to judge drawings, which is great, but she's still like a giant ball of anxiety and yeah. all the other crayons. It's, she has no courage. Yeah, she has no courage. And it's not like white learn to- do anything like nobody learns anything nobody gains anything. there's no character development no zero none the clock at the heart of color city begins to chime and all of the crayons know that means that ben is waking up and they got to go back to his room they all hop in the portal with scrawl and nat and our final shot is ben waking up and seeing his king drawing from last night has been fully colored ben scratches his head as how this could be and pins the piece of paper to the wall King Scrawl winks at us, the viewers, and they all lived happily ever after. Hooray. Hooray. So, it is now time for our compliment sandwich. If this is your first episode, the compliment sandwich is where we say one good thing, and then one bad thing, and then another good thing we liked about the movie. Because we want more good than bad when everything's said and done. Would you like to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, My compliment was that I actually just really enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I would. Okay, that's cool. I even wrote down, at the ver- my very final note on this is like, I'm going to have a hard time rating this movie. Oh, wow. Oh, dear. Because it's just like... Foreshadowing. I don't know. We'll we'll see how that goes. Sure. But it's like, we have movies that are really easy to dunk on. Oh, yeah. And there's not really much to dunk on here. For me. For me. Okay. For me. My, my first compliment sandwich, my positive part, is... Uh, I kind of said it earlier. This movie is... It's like the runtime is officially like an hour and 17 minutes or something, but it moves at a pretty fucking good, good pace. Yeah. And other than listening to a extremely humdrum fucking Jerry Lewis impersonator, I thought the movie was, was brisk and moved along and I was never sitting there. You know, way back when we did Happy the Littlest Bunny, that was a 45 minute movie that <laughs> felt, felt like, like it was an hour and a half. It was, yeah, it felt like it was almost two hours long. It was so boring. And <laughs> just think about Planes with Brains. These movies are about Jesus. as long as Planes with Brains, but it just, it just moved and I it just pit popped. I really appreciated that. <laughs> Okay, so what is your criticism? Uh, I mean, my criticism besides my umbrage about like the plot, which sure. isn't really like a bad plot. It's just me saying like, you know, this all could have been avoided if you guys would stop being judgmental dicks. Yeah. Um, criticism would be the Jerry Lewis thing was just like it was way too long. Sure. And then B... Any scene with humans in it was, like, the worst-looking thing in my life. Really? I didn't think the humans looked Uh, that bad. I just... There was just something about them I didn't like. Like, the crayons had better motion and whatnot. Sure, sure. Whereas they were very stiff and robotic. I totally thought the humans... Especially, like, the mom. The mom comes in real briefly, and I was like, she looks totally fine. She doesn't look great, but she doesn't look bad. I think Ben is a little iffy, but I didn't... I don't know. I just thought their animation looked blech. I love Toy Story 1 dearly, but, like, go back and look at Sid or, like, Andy's little sister. They look like goblins. (laughs) But these, these, I'm just talking about, like, the way they moved. The way they moved. It was very stiff and just, like, yeah. They didn't put a lot of time into it. Yeah. So, uh, my criticism is basically the same thing that you've already said. My real big knock about this movie is that the whole thing was, like, 
a misunderstanding and as as brief as this movie was it could have been even fucking briefer (laughs) i don't know movies about misunderstandings often just make me mad because it's like if you had just fucking listened or if you have just fucking communicated yeah well like fucking i hate that shit (laughs) any fucking movie or any show okay so we've we've mentioned this like eight fucking times now but jeff and i are insane people and we are going through a a we are watching degrassi the next generation a Uh canadian teen drama from the mid 2000s and there are a lot of scenes in this show where somebody catches somebody maybe with another person or doing something they shouldn't and the person says wait no i can explain but but then the other person runs off and it's like don't say wait i can explain just Just say yeah just explain just be like no, hey, it looks like I was with this person, but I was just helping them. Look, or, I tripped, fell, landed on his dick. Yeah. It, <laughs> yes. it happened. Yes, yes. Or, yeah, it's just things like that. Like, hey, I know this looks really bad, but it's actually not, and this is why. Or don't, don't. I mean, don't even say the part that I just said. Just say, like, just fucking explain. Anyway, that's just, that's a me thing. I don't, it's not you, movie, it's me. What is your final positive note? I really liked... The refried beans man. I know. No, it. I fucking that. A that is not a crayon color. It's B, fucking not a crayon color. <laughs> just because there's a crayon called macaroni and fucking cheese. So y'all, he's taking the tally. The sheriff is taking the tally, and there's one, and he's just like, "Where's refried beans?" And you see this kind of chubby one come up, and he just farts. He goes, "Not like, even." It's a, it's one of those job. big fats like, Burr. yeah and fucking but whatever yeah. it's a kid's movie you gotta have fart jokes gotta have a fart joke yeah um i really liked the way the unfinished drawings like looked and moved oh yeah that was cool i thought they were really like just cool the way that they yeah did that. yeah 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 how to how to turn a 3d a 2d drawing into a 3d thing mm-hmm. and not make it look shitty mm-hmm. okay so my final compliment is you know, I thought the uh, I thought the voice cast was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. It's I don't I don't know a lot about this movie. Uh. As far as I can tell, it's a very no name movie. It came out in 2014. No production company. I don't know anything about them. But then you look at the cast list, and it's like, oh yeah, these are people I've heard of. This is fucking Owen Wilson and Wayne Brady and Craig Ferguson and. And Christina Ricci and stuff. And it's just, I thought they did a pretty, a pretty good job. You know? Yeah. How many of these movies have we seen where it's like, oh, this character was clearly like the director's son or something. Yeah. (laughs) So it is time now to get to our, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do MVP or do you want to do favorite song? Let's do favorite song because I feel like I'm going to have a harder time with that. Okay. Let's get that uh, out of the way. The, <laughs> the favorite song is, I mean, it's just, it's exactly what it sounds like, y'all. We're going to pick a song in this movie and say which one is our favorite. There were three main songs. The first one is called Ring a Little Bell. The second one is called Heave Ho. And the third one is called, I believe, uh, It's Better With Friends. And of those songs, which would you say would be your favorite or the one that you hated the least? See, that's the thing. I didn't hate any of them. Sure. Um, I'm going to say 
ring a little bell yeah because that's the most wholesome one that's that's the one that that i'm gonna go with too honestly heave ho and better with friends i didn't hate them but i also had i i just felt nothing towards them yeah whereas ring a little bell i was like i said i was like oh this feels like it could this be is very schmaltzy this feels like it could be an actual song it's a very 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 cornball song like i said like early 70s eurovision but like it could be a real song you know i i give this song mm, i don't know if i give it douze point but i give i don't give it nil point yeah oh man i think by the time this episode comes out eurovision will be like a few days away oh, i can't wait noodles <laughs> can you believe that noodles eurovision noodles noodles who are you noodles. voting for noodles i think austria is great this year i think they could take it it is time now, uh, moving right on to the MVP. Nat. Nat? Nat is my MVP. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, you said Nat. And Nat. I'm thinking N-A-T. I was like, who the fuck? At first, I'm like, is that some sort of fucking acronym? I was like, what does N-A-T stand for? And then I was like, who in the Not movie? a titty. <laughs> Who in the movie is named Nat? No, Nat is also my MVP. Yeah. Uh, Nat, I forgot to mention, voiced by Craig Ferguson. Um, Why does that name sound familiar? He was a late night host. Mm. He's Scottish. I think I know that guy then. He had a rattlesnake mug. I yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Anyways, Nat. Yeah, no, no, no. Nat fucking rules. Nat is easily the MVP of 100% the MVP. He's he has all the personality. Funny. Good lines. Good line. Yeah, good lines. He's just like, yeah, he's he's great. Boom. You know, I thought I thought the running gag of him not being like an actual creature. You know, everyone's like, oh, it's some sort of flying thing. I thought that was gonna get real old real fast. Yeah, uh, they did it a few times at the beginning of the movie, and I was like, if this keeps up, I'm gonna fucking hate this. But they they knew when to back off, and I really appreciated that. Yep fucking three cheers for nat and finally i see you getting your phone out what you doing i'm going to indoorrecess.club indoorrecess.club why would you be going there because we don't have a physical list anymore because it is too big it got too big y'all yes if you go on to indoorrecess.club up at the very tippy 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 top of the website, you should see a little black bar that says the list. Click on that and you will see what we are looking at. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a few seconds to figure out where we would put the hero of Color City on this list. And then I'm going to say three, two, one, and then we're going to blurt them out at the same time. And then we're going to have just a little bit of back and forth. I think we're going to fight about this movie a lot. All right, I think I'm I think I'm in a good spot. I could I could wibble wobble, but I think I'm going to get in a good spot. How about you? I'm good. Okay. All right. So, here we go. 3 2 1 Number 20. 8. 8. You said Ocho. 8. I said Ocho. I told you we're going to fight about this. I said 20, y'all. So, tell me tell me 8. Explain 8. I liked this movie i sure. thought it was really good sure. like maybe I don't, I don't know if everybody should check it out because mm. it's like you know whatever but i felt like it was a good movie with a good like kind of message about sure, not judging sure. people not, yeah and not 
and just neglecting like, your white crayons. Yeah, don't neglect your white crayons. Don't pin your fucking drawings up on the fucking wall. You're gonna if, have thumbtack holes all over the place. If your black crayon is depressed, maybe help them. Um, <laughs> maybe put that red crayon in its place. I don't know. Damn, somebody um, hates fucking red crayon. No, I don't hate red crayon. My main knock about it is just, mm-hmm. like, the plot itself. Not that it's a bad plot. It's just, like, all this shit could have been avoided. Sure. If you just... If you if you fulfilled their, like, their five-second request. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good um, story. Didn't have totally shit animation. <laughs> I was I was seriously expecting to run into this and it just be a whole shit show. Oh, dude. the I don't know what it is, but there's something about that cover... That looks like this thing is gonna be like I don't know. It just looks like it's gonna be like fucking spookly tear or something. But it yeah. looks so much better than that. So I'm kind of at a weird place with this movie because I agree with a lot that you've said. I actually thought this movie was much better than I expected. I thought the story was fine, even though it had that. Like I said, like you could have wrapped this up in five minutes. I thought it looked good. I thought there were a lot of pretty good little visual gags, mostly like, you know, crayon puns and shit. I I really did not hate this movie. The only problem that I'm personally having trouble with is when I when I think about these movies, I like to think of them as like, would I ever watch this again? And I just don't see myself ever really wanting to watch this again. Sure. I do see myself, like, I was going down the list, and I was like, oh, Starkid, I could totally see myself watching that again. That was so fucking goofy. My scene goes to Hollywood. I could 100% see myself watching my scene goes to Hollywood again. You know, those those fucking my scene girls. Even Return of the Dinosaurs, I could see myself watching it again. I just, I think I've had my fill of the hero of Color City, but also that's not entirely fair, because as we've said, like, this is a... This is a good movie. I could probably go to like 12 or 14 or something. I definitely feel it's better than Shanku Diaries myself. Mm, yeah, I I guess it probably I feel like is. 12 is the lowest I would go. Because mm. I would put Shanku Diaries slash A Unicorn Adventure yeah, like at 13. At 13. You know... What if we put it at number 10? No. <laughs> For those that, that I not- wanted to put I wanted to put it at 8, but I see what you're trying to do. Somebody is taking a shot once again <laughs> at Annabelle's wish. I'm just saying, let's put that damn cow down. No. She put her fucking self down. Turn that Annabelle into fucking Anna burgers. No. Mm-mm-mm. She put herself down and became a reindeer. <laughs> For the good of all. For the good of all. Twelve. I mean, honestly, I could almost see it taking the number eleven spot. You know? Where's eleven? Nutcracker, Nutcracker Prince. Prince. Clara. Google. Um. You know who acted better than Kiefer Sutherland? Like, everybody in this movie. <laughs> Even the fucking Jerry Lee Lewis guy. Or J- Jerry Lewis. Yeah. At least he had emotion. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm fine with either. You're fine with either? Yeah. Let's let's put it at 11. It probably is better than the Shanku Diaries, even though I like the plot of the Shanku Diaries more. Yeah. I think it was probably better acted and modeled and 
all of this and that a little bit better. So are somewhat. You, are you are you cool with Color City at at eleven? Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right. Well, congratulations, the hero of Color City, for getting number eleven on our list. So just a real quick like at number eight we have Ribbit. At number nine we got Thumbelina, a magical story. Number ten is Annabelle's Wish. Number eleven, the hero of Color City. Number twelve, the Nutcracker Prince. And number thirteen, a unicorn adventure known everywhere outside of North America as the Shanku Diaries. Yep. So but in America, we can't have the word Shanku on it. <laughs> yeah, no, no Shanku's allowed. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of this podcast. Uh, I'm about to do my little spiel. We are available. This this podcast is available damn near anywhere. I don't know where you're listening to it, but you're listening to it somewhere, probably on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or maybe Google Podcasts or something like that. If you have the ability to rate us some stars or like a thumbs up or or blank out a 10, it would be very, very cool if you could do that. Or leave us a little review that says, like, this podcast is good. They talk about what crayons would look like if they fucked. Ten stars. You know? Uh, I don't know if I necessarily want to be remembered for that. Sure but, you, do. you know, it's better than nothing. Yeah. We already mentioned the website. That's at indoorrecess.club. There you can see the list. You can see show notes. You know, just little little bits and bobs about the movies that we've watched. And pretty um, soon, Beaks will be making printable color pages. Oh, will I? Yes. This is new to fucking me. What? what Have am I, fun. What am I going to be printing? What am I going to I do? don't know. Make you know what? Coloring. I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. There you go. I will. I You're will welcome, it. fucking indoor recess crew. I will put out one parentheses, one printable color PDF that you can print and color. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be, but I'll do something. This is my fucking belated Easter gift to you. <laughs> Um, we also have a Twitter account that's at shit. <laughs> I was about to there we do go. It. Lost it. I was about to do the email. Indoor recess pod. That's right. At indoor recess pod. That's our Twitter account. You can, if you follow us, you can see when the new episodes come out. You can see snips of the movie. Snip and snips. Yeah, little snips. You can see all sorts of weird stuff i don't update it too much because i don't want to bother you um also bother us also because i'm lazy we're sad and lonely well no i was gonna say if you want you can you can at us and request a a movie or tell us about the time that you saw the shanku diaries or all this and that you know but if a hundred no wait they're not 140 characters anymore if 200 and something something like characters 55 i think sure if that's not enough characters for you and you need to write us a fucking novel if you want to send us your erotic fan fiction Ooh. about i don't know swan princess or something somebody fucking ship green and black Ooh, i call that pairing grack grack um, or bleen Oh, I do like Bleem. Bleem kind of sounds like Spleen, though. Well, Bleem kind of sounds like Bleem, the old PlayStation emulator. And that just makes me think about Bleem. So I'm going to go with Grack, because that reminds me of Grackles. And I love Grackles. Those loud little assholes. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is we also have a fucking email address. Jeff, what's the email address? Hey, at IndoorRecess.club. That's right. Hey, at IndoorRecess.club. We and will it's H-E-Y, not H-E-J, <gasps> Ikea. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Swedes. Yeah, feel free to send us whatever the fuck you want. If you have any uh, suggestions for movies, we have if, three. 
if if you have erotic fanfic, send that to A P H E X. No, <laughs> we have uh, three rules. Rule number one is please no Disney or DreamWorks or Sony or you know a, a major. Uh, I didn't know Sony Pictures was out. Okay, you know I'm just saying not the big ones. Like I don't want any fucking no no Blue Sky Studios no Illumin. Blue Sky. They did Ice Age. They oh, okay. they actually just recently Disney just killed them so R.I.P. Blue Sky. Oh really? You didn't deserve that. Like did they shut them down or absorb them? They absorbed them and then shut them down. Ah. It was some it was some real brutal shit. Sounds like some EA bullshit. Yeah right. Um but yeah n- n- none of that please. Our second rule is please 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 don't be like me in the last episode. Please suggest us a movie that's over thirty minutes long. Anything under thirty minutes. Is just is just a little small. So small. So small. So I think that's gonna do it for us. And Jeff is coming up with a hilarious goof okay. to leave us out on. Calling it hilarious. Hilarious. You're goof. setting these people up for failure. So funny, and y'all, folks. I need you to pull over. This is gonna be so fucking hilarious. I need you to go call your your doctor and make sure that you're like in network because your sides are about. Split. Call into work mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to focus after this. You won't. You won't. You might need to go get like an oxygen tank right now because it's going to be so hard for you to get the air because you're laughing so hard. Anyway, hit us. What is this hilarious goof? I can't say now. It's been built up. Jeep <laughs> <laughs> says uh, performance anxiety. Come on, dude. It's not even performance anxiety. It's. You made this way bigger than Jeff's it is. got, you know, a uh, shy joke bladder. That's it's okay, right. dude. We're not, we're not watching. We're not watching. Everybody, look down. Look down. Look down. Look away. Look away. Look away. We're not watching. I was just gonna say, join us next week as we color your world with vibrant jokes. Oh, okay. All right. That's very sweet. Very sweet. Good job. I hope you didn't call into work because that wasn't worth it. <laughs> no, call in. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. As long as you can get paid for it, fuck it. Hell yeah.